Now, it's uh, two minutes past ten, uh, and I'm welcoming to the programme uh, our uh, regular guest, uh, Emma Cochran. Emma, how are you today? Sorry, we have some technical difficulties there. No, no, we're not too bad. Can you hear me? Can you hear me there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine when you're talking to you. Yeah, maybe right. I'm not hearing you. The same. No, we're on the WhatsApp uh, thing, and it's a bit better quality. What? Do you, uh, can you hear me okay? I can hear you perfectly. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just that maybe I can't hear you when you're on the radio. Maybe that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, as the fellow says, we're trying it, but it's much better quality. Oh, you know, the audio quality, getting yeah. all the background. Ah, yeah, that's great, that's super. Look, at uh, something, uh, this is a, a sort of a downtime for um, uh, news here, because uh, a lot of the politicians are on holidays and all that sort of thing, but something very interesting there, um, uh, and it's hotting up uh, as we progress, is the whole situation in America. That's right, uh, we're... I know we're in air, mid-2023, but we're already heating up for the presidential election in 2024. And I don't know about you, Seamus, but it feels like just yesterday that Joe Biden bet Donald Trump it for does. presidency in 2020. <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, uh, there isn't a day or a week goes by that uh, Donald Trump isn't being charged with something new. But it would appear that he's completely impervious, uh, that his support base is solid, and it doesn't matter what he does, what he's charged with, he could even be theoretically in jail when the election comes up, uh, and he's still going to run. Yeah, um, it's uh, there's about a dozen or so Republicans have jumped onto the race to try and knock former President Donald Trump off his pedestal as the main candidate uh, to take on Joe Biden. But look, uh, Biden also has a couple of uh, uh, Democrats not nibbing at his heels, which is very unusual for a right. president. Um, so in terms of the Donald Trump coverage, he's he, he's using every bit of this to keep his publicity train going. I remember back in 2016, um, I was sitting in a cafe in Roscommon Town and the horrendous audio tape of him saying, uh, I won't use the full words here. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Grab, grab, grabbed him by the... Yeah, mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, out and I said, oh, that's him done. There's no way an American population will have let the man that is on tape and has admitted to saying that um, mm. that that horrendous land. And he got over 80 million votes. And then he landed in and he was president for the next four years. So let's be under no illusion there is some there is some populist allure with Donald Trump. It Like all these charges, all these, all everything, all that we're hearing about, all the noise We've heard it all before. We have short memories. Like he paid all off the he paid off the porn actress, uh, and he yeah. openly admits it. And he said, "I break we're broken the law," which he didn't uh, in yeah. paying her off. But he paid her off. Uh, and yeah. I mean, could you imagine if that happened here or in Britain or in any other country? I mean, the politician involved would just be finished for the rest of his life. But it seems to enhance his popularity. It does. It seems to embolden his base, um, which is. A stark reality of what uh, how divided American politics has gotten. Um, I suppose in terms of the primaries, his main rival in the race is his own governor, uh, Ron DeSantis. That's right. Uh, but DeSantis has sort of f- 
been faltering in his efforts to take down who his former ally, Donald Trump, I suppose. Um, and he's struggling to keep up with him in the polls. And even in terms of fundraising, he's he hasn't been able to get the same spending uh, boost that Trump has got. And as we know, in American politics, money is false. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, and it, I just think it's very interesting as well to think, like, the, the, the observed norm in American politics is that the sitting president, his party tends, if there's no major reason to, his party tends to not challenge him in a primary. Um, there's generally a convention where he's ratified. But Mr. Biden has um, Marion Williamson, who I am not uh, familiar, familiar with. with yeah. uh, and But then a very, very... Uh, very, and then we're all very familiar. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, now is in the well. Now neither are being considered serious threats at this point to the president, but the the fact that they are putting their head above the parapet, maybe they're setting themselves up for a twenty twenty eight run. Maybe they're genuinely dissatisfied with Joe Biden's ability to lead. And uh, yeah, what about the situation where we see every day and there's stuff on TikTok and on social media? where Joe Biden is forgetting what he's saying and he doesn't seem to know where to walk and he seems to be getting very doddery, uh, to put an Irish speak on it, uh, for a man who is the president of America. I mean, we're not being ageist or anything else, but, I mean, it would appear to me from... Maybe it, it, it's uh, being put out there by the Republicans or whatever, but he would appear to be in decline, uh, I think would be the best way to say it. Yeah, so, like, we're taking into consideration that the vast majority of Americans would have voted for Biden um, as the steady hand, he, the experienced statesman um, in 2020. Uh, there's a lot of people, and I'm ta- I have a lot of connections in America, family connections, who would all be Democrats, every single one of them. Uh, uh, they're as blue as the day is long. Yeah. And they're saying things and they're saying that they have the same concerns as voters in America. They're saying, well, yeah, we have our concerns, but there's no way we're going to vote for Trump. Absolutely. Um, so that, yeah. that's what's bolstering. So I think, um, according to Politico in America, um, the latest poll, I, which I think was released yesterday, has Joe Biden and Donald Trump tied neck and neck. match at 43% of support each. Unbelievable. Which is unbelievable for a sitting president and a former president, uh, who he bet the last time around by a by a good by a good chunk of a, of the uh, of the electoral college vote. And let's face it, I mean, there is a real possibility, and it might not even be a possibility. It's even more than that that Donald Trump will return as president in twenty twenty four. Yeah, well, we're at the if we're if we're to take the, make the assumption that it's going to be Trump on the Republican ticket and yeah. it's going to be Biden on the Democratic ticket, which is what all the polls are telling us at the moment. Now, look, anything could happen between now and twenty twenty four. As we know, a week is a long time in politics. Yes, yes, yes. But the at the moment, they're neck in neck um, of, and that's a cross cross party poll. Uh, that was orchestrated by the New York Times and uh, the Siena College. Uh, and it doesn't matter what they charge Donald Trump with or how often they bring him to court, his uh, his uh, his support is there. Yeah, and this has been the, the bottom line from day one. Um, the same poll uh, from the New York Times also saw that 
Trump was actually slightly more popular with his base than Biden. So uh, within the Republican circles, Trump had 88% of the uh, support from registered Republicans uh, versus only 83% of registered Democrats choosing Biden. Um, Independents favored Biden 42% over 37% for Trump. So even in the independent registered independent voters, Trump is still going ahead and very strong. Neck neck. He's within the margin of error with Biden, and, with, and this is just staggering stuff. Staggering um, for, for Irish politicians or for Irish political politicals like ourselves to be looking at and saying, "How on earth are they even in the same stratosphere?" Never mind uh, neck and neck in the polls. Unbelievable. Um, the survey also found that. Um, while and this, and I think this is the really interesting part here, while we we have the raw numbers, that none of the people surveyed are awfully excited about either of the candidates that are hitting the polls. I don't blame them. I can't believe that there is a country that uh, is uh, often looked upon as uh, the world leader with 350 million people, a lot of them educated people, cannot find somebody in their 50s, 40s, 50s, early 60s uh, to to be a suitable candidate for president regardless whether they're Republicans or Democrats. Democrats and and this is here. These are the stats that really got me and that, that highlight the points that we've been making um, so far this morning. Um, the same poll in which put them 44, 43 and forty three percent neck and neck in the, for the general election, and had Trump at eighty eight in Republican circles and Biden at eighty three in Democratic circles, also tells us that fifty five percent of respondents say they view Trump as either somewhat or very unfavourably. So more than half of the people who said they were going to vote for him said they, they, they weren't... They that weren't they don't like him. him. They don't like him. But they'd have him before Biden. Yeah, and it was 54% for Biden. Yeah. So this goes... So more than half of their own base say, we don't actually want either of these men as president, but we're on that team, so we have no option but to vote for them. Um. Now, in that, that, poll, that poll was conducted between the 23rd of July and 27th of July, so there was plenty of talk. Very recent. About, yeah, very recent. There was plenty of talk about um, uh, the char- extra charges coming for Trump, and as we know, since then, more have broke, but th- there was no secret to what was coming at that stage. Um, and if we look at the fundraising uh, over the first, or sorry, the second quarter of this year, so that brings us up to the end of j- June, um, Biden and the Democratic National Co- Committee have reported raising $72 million for the re-election campaign um, in, in just three months. Um, and Trump, uh, along with his joint fundraising committee, earned $53.8 million, uh, for the first half of the year, um, but they have spent 57 in the same period. Right. So the... Trump obviously has a war chest built up from his previous election that he's eaten into right now. So he's he has he's putting the money where his mouth is um, in terms of spending to get reelected. Well, it's absolutely fascinating, Emmett. I really enjoyed that. That's uh, fantastic. And uh, look at. Thanks a million for that. Uh, great uh, that the quality of the WhatsApp is there. And uh, we'll do this again next week, please God. Uh, thank you very much for your time as usual. Thank you, Seamus. Thanks a million. Really enjoyed that. Thanks a million, uh, Emma Corcoran there.